Danger, Dr. Banfield. The human mind is like a cave. Beyond the light, there are dark passageways and mysterious recesses. I, Dr. Daniel Danfield, have explored those unknown retreats and know their secrets. Dr. Daniel Danfield, authority on crime psychology, is unhappy faculty for getting himself mixed up in hazardous predicaments because of his astonishing revelations regarding the workings of the criminal mind. Today's story begins in a state prison. Two cellmates, one of them the notorious and desperate Red Jacoby, are discussing a long-planned and carefully worked out prison break. Hey, Red. Yeah, Mickey? Ain't it about time? In a minute now. This waiting's getting me down. Maybe some rat it. No one's rat it. They know what they'd get if they did. Yeah, but that screw should be along here by now. Shut up. He'll be along. What if he don't come, Red? What if they figured out that... Shut up, I said. Okay, Red, okay. You're the boss. And don't forget it. Just don't forget it, Mickey. And remember what you're supposed to do. Sure, Red. I'll do it all right. When the screw comes along, we start a fight, and then... Shut up. Here he comes. Shall we start fighting now, Red, shall we? Yeah. Start yelling and calling me names. And then I'll slug you. Okay, Red. You dirty rat! No one ain't gonna call me that and get away with it! Now, well, maybe this will teach you different. You louse, take this! Hey, hey, you guys, cut it out! Take a poke at me, will you? Here's one to remember me by. Cut it out, I said. I'll come in there and say I do better than that punk. Get ready. He's opening a door. Yeah. So you thought I'd take your cheap talk, eh? Well, take this. All right. All right, you ask for it. I'll take it and hand you a couple for interest. Let's go. Here he comes. I told you guys to get him red. Oh, no. Take that, you lousy screw. Nice going, Red. It's lucky you had the gun, huh? Get, Get us case and rod. Yeah, yeah, I got him. Come on now, quick. Lock the screw inside. Yeah. How about the other guys? Never mind them now. We gotta get some more guns and ammunition. Come on. Where are we going? Through this door. There's guns inside. Suppose there's a screw inside. There ain't. I figured all the angles. Come on, inside with you, Mickey. <laughs> Wish we'd let someone... Yeah, there's gonna be one of us if you don't stop belly aching. Grab that gun. Okay, Red, okay. Hand me one, too. Yeah. Grab up that box of slugs. But come on now. This way. Ain't we going back and let them other guys out? No. Now pipe down. Hey, it's locked. We're stuck, Red. Of course, we ain't stuck. Give me them keys you took from the blue. Yeah, here. And so none of them work. One of them will. There. That does it. Come on. What's at the end of this corridor? Door to the yard. I told you I figured everything out. I hope so, Red. I hope so. Red, look, it's a guard. Yeah. Get in close to the wall. He sees us. Hey, you guys, what the... Get it! You got him, Red? Sure, I got him. Come on. Somebody will hear those shots. Oh, we ain't got a chance. No. Just stick with me, pal, and you'll see. No one ain't taking Red Jacoby alive. Oh, there it goes. And there's a siren. Now, what about it? Come on, let's get out of here. Keeping close to the building, Mickey. Head for the wall. They got the searchlights on. We ain't got a chance. Red, stop it, will you? We got plenty of chance. Stop here. What are we gonna do now? There's plenty of open space between here and that wall. You see that pile of boxes in the corner? <laughs> well, I put them there this afternoon. Take a run and jump and you can get over. We ain't got a chance. Them searchlights is all over the place. Well, stay here if you wanna. They're coming, Red. They see us. Yeah. Come on. This is our only chance. Wait for me, Red. Wait for me. Hey, you guys. Stop where you are. 
moment we return for the second act of Danger, Dr. Danfield, but first... Now back to our star, Michael Dunn, for the second act of... Danger, Dr. Danfield. Now understand me, Doc. I'm not asking you to take this job. It's pretty dangerous. I'm really suggesting that here's an opportunity for you to study a real murderer at close range. Very clever, Captain Otis. You couldn't say anything that would make Dan more eager to take the job, and you know That's it. That's enough, Rusty. What makes you so sure that I'll find this Red Jacoby at 28 River Street, Captain? Well, because that's where he was living when we picked him up a year ago. And his wife, uh, Poppy, has been living there ever since. Mm-hmm. It strikes me that home would be the last place an escaped convict would attempt to hide out. Ah, exactly. Red Jacoby is clever enough to realize that. I see. You think he feels that the police would be less likely to look in the more obvious places first? Yes. We've had a dragnet out all over the country and haven't even picked up a clue. So now we're going to begin on his old haunts. If Jacoby is as clever as you say, he'll realize that, too. He won't be fooling to stay with his wife. Right you are, Miss Fairfax. If our guess is correct, we'll have to work fast. Today, in fact. We can't anticipate Jacoby's plans, but one thing we do know, he's no fool. And even now, he might slip through our fingers. Uh, the police haven't called at the River Street address at all? No. The minute we start moving into the district, Jacoby will get word of it, and we won't have a chance. But you think it's all right for Dan to go down and call on those, those cutthroats? Rusty, for heaven's sake, stop making a nuisance of yourself. Well, I you? don't think it's fair. I'm not urging the doctor to do it, Miss Fairfax. I'm merely... Yes, you're merely telling him there's an escaped convict down there who would stick a knife in him. Rusty! Well, I don't care. Right, George, if you don't keep quiet, I'll... You'll what? Well, I won't let you come with me. No, you won't. No, I won't. Now, keep quiet, will you? All right, Captain, I'll, I'll try and find your man for you. Tell me, have you any ideas about what sort of an approach I should use? Well, uh, oh, you could pose as a salesman peddling vacuum cleaners or books or selling magazines. Well, frankly, or... I think I'd do better as a newspaper reporter and admit that I'm after a story on Red Jacoby. Good, good. And remember, I'll have a man watching. And if you're not out of there within 30 minutes, there'll be a squad car at the door. Now, that's mighty white of you, Captain. You'll have a squad car at the door. All Dan has to do. All right, Rusty. All right, that does it. Thanks for giving me this opportunity, Captain Otis. You'll hear from me tonight. Dan, listen to me. Now, don't thank Doc. Don't need that. I'm the one who's grateful. Now, Red Jacoby is as bad as they come. And he swore when he was sent up that he'd escape within a year. And it's going to be bad for the police department if he isn't captured. And it's going to be bad for Dan. Sorry, Captain. I'll do the best I can. Goodbye. Well, so long, Doc. Goodbye, Miss Fairfax. <laughs> you, uh, could at least have said goodbye. Why should I? It isn't fair if Captain noticed it. Dan, what are you doing? Oh, what's it look like? Dan, if you take that gun, you'll you'll be sure to get into trouble. Oh, will I? Let me see now. I guess I guess I have everything. Dan, wait. So, uh, by the way, Miss Fairfax. Yes, Dan? You're fired. Dan! <laughs> See now, 26, 28, 28, yes, yes, this is it. It's not the most cheerful locality I've ever been in. Hmm. Yeah, what do you want? Hello, Poppy. Is, uh, is your husband in? How'd you know my name was Poppy? Why, the city editor of my newspaper told me that Poppy Jacoby lived here. Newspaper? Yes, yes, you know what a newspaper is, don't you, Poppy? It's a large sheet of paper. All right, wise guy, what's on your mind? Your husband read, uh... He's here, isn't he? No. Well, that's odd. I was told that he... I don't care what you was told. Now go peddle your paper somewhere else and let me alone. Very well, Poppy. 
I'll go back and tell the boss that you refuse to let me in. I'm afraid uh, that'll look mighty suspicious. Hey. Yes? Come back here. Oh, something uh, you wanted to say, something? Let me get this straight. If I let you look around inside and you don't find nothing, you'll write a story saying so? Oh, naturally. That's why the boss sent me here. Why? Why? He doesn't believe that Red would be dumb enough to hide out in his own home, and he sent me down to prove it so he could publish a story substantiating his view. <laughs> Come on in. Thank you. Well, rather a cozy place in a dismal sort of a way. Skip the cracks and start looking. Yes, yes, of course. Well, there don't seem to be any signs of Mr. Jacoby in this room. You're down right there, ain't Come on. See anything in here? Not a thing, Poppy. And uh, no place for a man to hide, either. There there ain't. Come on upstairs. Uh, well, the boss will certainly be pleased to learn that he was right and the police wrong. Yeah, I'll bet. Come on down the hall. Tell me, do you uh, live alone, Poppy? Sure, I live alone. I've been living alone ever since the cops railroaded Red into the can. Railroaded? Yeah, railroaded. Take a look in here. See anything? No, not a thing, Poppy. Well, this will certainly make the boss happy. Come on, there's one more room. I don't suppose you've had many guests since Red has, uh, been away. You saying I'd cheat on a swell guy like Red? News all. Get this straight. Nobody never cheats on Red Jacoby and left to tell about it. <laughs> Red sounds like a very interesting character. He is. Okay, take a look in here. Satisfied? Hmm. Tell me, is that a closet over there? Sure, it's a closet. Go on over take a look inside if you want. Thank you, I will. You're only wasting your time. There ain't nobody here. Well, I'm convinced you're right, Poppy, because it seems to be empty. Sure, it's empty. Well, I guess the... Well, what's this? What you looking in that wastebasket for? I'm just browsing around, Poppy. Empty carton. Keep out of there. Poppy, you said no one had been here. Keep out of there, I said. I'm sorry, Poppy. I'm afraid when I show this to the boss, he's not... You ain't showing nothing to the boss. Oh, really? (laughs) It's too bad that you were so careless because I was... All right, John. Drop it. Well, a rather large gentleman appeared on the scene. Are you Red Jacoby? Of course he ain't Red Jacoby. Can't you see he's got black hair? It uh, came from that bottle of dye on the dresser, didn't it? Now, ain't he the smart one, though? Figures things out without half trying. Well, thank you for the compliment. Now, if you don't mind, I'll be getting back to my paper. My you work. ain't getting back to nothing. Stand like where you are. Now, now, Mr. Jacoby, let's, let's be reasonable about this. <laughs> I'm sure you wouldn't shoot an honest newspaper man in cold blood. No, you don't know Red Jacoby, Junior. Well, that's true. You see, the reason I came down here was to get acquainted. Stand right there, Junior. The next time I don't miss. I'm uh, surprised you did that time. Fisk him, puppy. Yeah. Well, get a load of this, Red. The guy come here healed. Hmm. Well, that's something. A news hawk going around with a rod in his pocket. I can explain that. You see, recently one of our boys was slugged on the waterfront beat. And Shut up. Out. Poppy, stand over there and keep your gun trained on this punk. If he gets frisky, let him have it. Okay, Red. Well, this is most inconsiderate of you, I must say. All I want to do is get a story. Who sent you? I've already told you that the news... Who sent you? Why, you... Stand still, Red. I got itchy trigger finger. Who sent you? I've already told you. Who sent you? Listen, I... Who sent you? Oh, lay off, will you? Give it to him, Red. Who sent you? Oh, who sent you? Oh, who sent you? Oh, that did it. He's out like a light. Yeah. Go answer the door, puppy. It's 
impoverished guy with the bourbon we ordered. Okay, how about this punk? I'll take care of him. Go answer the door. Okay, Red, okay. Okay, okay, I'm coming. John Salesman. Yeah, what do you want? Good afternoon. I'm from the welfare board. We don't want no welfare. Well, I'm sorry, but you see, in this district... I said we don't want no welfare. Scram. I'm sure you don't understand. You see... Look, sister, are you going to get out of here or am I going to have to slap your ears down? Slap my ears? Well, perhaps you don't want any welfare after all. Ah, you're catching on, baby. Get out. Well, all right, but I can't understand anyone who doesn't want... Mm. They've got Dan in there. I just know they have. Something you want, miss? Have you a public telephone? Yeah, right over there on the wall. Thank you. Police headquarters. I want to speak to Captain Otis, please. What was it you wanted, miss? This is Rusty Fairfax. It's very important that I speak to Captain Otis. Just a minute. Hello, Miss Fairfax. Say, I've been trying to get a hold of the doc. You see... Captain Otis, they've got Dan. They're holding him prisoner. Now, wait a minute, Miss Fairfax. Who's got him? Red Jacoby. They're holding him prisoner at 28 River Street. Holding him prisoner? <laughs> I'm afraid you've been letting your imagination run away. Red Jacoby was captured in Chicago an hour ago. What? Surest thing you know. It just came through on the teletype. Oh, oh, they must have gotten the wrong man. They must have. I was there. I, I saw Dan go into the house, and he didn't come out. Well, I wouldn't worry about it, Mr. Looking, or left for the back way. Oh, he didn't. I'm sure of it. Oh, Captain Otis, you, you've got to help me. I'm sorry, Miss Fairfax. I've got a million things to do this afternoon. Tell Doc I'll call him tomorrow. No, wait. What? Captain Otis. Captain Otis. Oh, all right. If you won't help me, I'll go there myself. Somebody's got to do something for Dan. <laughs> In a moment, we'll return for the third act of Danger, Dr. Danfield, but first... Now back to Michael Dunn for the third act of... Danger, Dr. Danfield. You, puppy? Yeah, it's me, Red. How's the news hawk? Uh, are you kidding? He no more a news hawk than I am. His name's Danfield. Some kind of a doctor. How do you know? Well, it says so on the stuff I took out of his pocket. Oh. Probably them dumb cops sent him down here oh. to snoop around. Hey, Red, he's coming out of it. Yeah. Mm, sure didn't do his face no good beating him up like that, Red. And ain't nothing to what he's gonna oh. get. Yeah. Hunk. Come on. Come on. Wake up. Huh? Uh, what? Oh, that you, Rusty? What'd he say? Oh, Rusty. Rusty. Who's he? Wait a minute, Red. Rusty. Yeah, I'm Rusty. What's the matter? They got me, Rusty. They... You're not Rusty. Oh, Rusty's a girl, eh, Danfield? That... My name isn't Danfield, it's... Mm. Oh? Listen, wise guy, we know all about you, see? We know that the cops sent you down here to snoop around. We know you're a doctor, and we know you don't work for no newspaper. Oh, you do? Yeah, we do. You told us all about it when you were asleep. Danfield, I feel sorry for a jerk like you. You'd better begin feeling sorry for yourself. Captain Otis of the police department is waiting to hear from me, and if he doesn't, it's going to be... Oh, so, that's it, huh? 
Captain Otis is waiting to hear from you. <laughs> Listen, Jughead, you ain't been in this game long enough to know any of the answers at all. Oh, no? No. Get this. Red Jacoby was captured early this afternoon in Chicago. And Captain Otis knows all about it. Now, how do you like that? They're lying. Okay, so am I. But, uh, who knows who knows that but you, huh? <laughs> so, Otis don't hear from you. So he comes looking for you. So he looks and don't find nothing. So how can he even prove you was here? Why, you dumb jerk... Wait a minute, Red. Wait a minute. Yeah? What's wrong? What's the matter, Pop? I'm thinking... This rusty babe the guy just mentioned, what if she's a friend of his nibs here? So what if she is? Even a dumb guy like him might have a friend. Well, thank you. You're very flattering. Well, don't you get it, Red? That welfare babe, it was hurt with the rusty babe. What? Sure, she knew Danfield was coming here, so she comes around to see how he's doing, pretending to be a welfare babe. You dumb game. And you let her get away, huh? Why, well, I ought to smack you one right in the chest. Ah, take it easy, Red. Wait a minute. How'd I know who she was? Oh, how'd you know who she was? Why, if you had any brains, you'd have figured it out. You uh, know what'll happen now? She'll go call this Captain Otis and... Oh, listen. Somebody's at the door. It's probably the cops. It ain't the cops. It's that girl. Come on, let's see. If you are that girl, I'll see that... Go down the end of the hall and look out the window. Yeah. I'll just do that. Huh. Hey, Red, it's the girl, all right. I'll go down and let her in. You keep out of sight. Yeah, okay, okay. Only don't let her get away this time. Don't oh, no worry about that. Well, if it ain't the welfare babe back again, didn't I tell you we don't want no welfare? I'm sorry. I lost one of my gloves, and I thought I might have dropped it here. Lost one of your gloves, huh? Well, come on in and look for it. Thank you. Okay, chicken, where's the other one? Other uh, what? Uh, the glove. You said you lost one. Where's the mate to it? Why, I, uh, uh I must have lost that one, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, chicken, you kill me. What are you locking the door for? Dead. Hey, Red. Yeah, baby. I heard it. Who are you? The name's Jacoby, baby. Red Jacoby. Red Jacoby? Then Dan is here. You guessed it, Red Top. Your boyfriend's here, and he ain't leaving in a hurry, neither. What have you done to him? Dan! Dan! Listen to her. Want to know what we've done to him? Why, baby, we did something like this. Oh, you brute. Yeah, I'm a brute. Now, uh, come snooping around here, will you? Oh, quit it, Red. You can have your fun later. Right now, we've got to start thinking. The female stooge has probably already called the police. Yes, and I have called the police. They're on their way now. Oh, so the cops is on their way now, huh? Boy, you, I got a half mind to... I'll take it easy, Red. We ain't got much time. Look, I got an idea. Yeah? What is it? We ain't so bad off. So long as we got these two, we can make a deal, can't we? Uh, yeah. Papa, you got brains. Well, sure we can make a deal. Sure. The cops come snooping around here. We can make a deal. We'll trade in a couple of corpses for a head start out of town. Dan, we'll never get these nuts loose. Yes, we will, Rusty. We've got to. Hold the wrists up here so I can get at them. Well, even if we do get free, we'll never get out of this room. Cross that bridge when we come to it. Uh, there. That is loosening. Are you sure Captain Otis said that Red Jacoby was captured in Chicago? Of course I am. He wouldn't believe me when I told him you were being held prisoner here. I know Otis. He believed you, all right. What do you mean? Turn your wrists in as far as you can, will you? I mean, he probably thought someone was listening to your conversation and didn't want them to know it was suspicious. Oh, Dan, do you really think so? Yes. There. That knot's loose. Now see if you can slip your hand out of the ropes. No, oh, it's still too tight. 
Do you think Captain Ellis will come here? I know he will. So does Red. That's why we're being held prisoners. Red probably thinks he can make a deal with Otis. Now, try it now, will you? All right, I've got one hand free. Good, now start getting me free. Got to let Otis know we're safe before he starts talking to Red. Damn, listen, that must be Captain Otis now. Yes, hurry, will you? I'm doing the best I can. Wait a minute. There, I think I can help a little. There, one's coming loose. All right, now. Now, I think I can make it. Yes, there we are. Oh, we're not much better off. This room is... There's a, there's a window over there. There we are. Oh, Dan, this is nothing but an air shaft. Yes, it goes all the way down to the basement. What are we going to do? Those, those blankets on my bed, Rusty. Maybe if we knotted them together, we can... Well, they'd never reach the ground. Yeah, maybe not. Oh, I've got a better idea. Tie the blankets together, Rusty, will you, while I pull a bed over to the window? All right. Police car stopped in front of the house. Yes, if we don't get to Otis within the next few minutes, we'll never get to him. You know, I'll just knock one end of this blanket around the bedpost. Throw the other end out the window, will you, Rusty? All right. Oh, it doesn't come within 15 feet of the ground, Dan. I knew it wouldn't. So did I. Dan, what are you going to do? I'm going to try and swing over to that drain pipe. It's our only chance. Well, you, you can't do that. Yes, I can, Rusty. You'll have to do it, too. There's no time to think. You can't. But, Dan, you'll never make it. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Rusty. Ah, now, come on, Rusty. I'll, I'll hold the blanket tight. I'm afraid, Dan. Now, there isn't time for you to be afraid. Come on. All right. Now, be careful. Take it easy. Don't look down, whatever you do. You're all right. There we are. Dan, the pipe's going to give way. No, it isn't. Here now, I'll slide down. Come on, hurry up. Well, Dan, it's coming loose. You've still got a second or two, Rusty. Let yourself go. There, I'm down. Only a few more feet to go now. You all right? Oh, all right, Rusty. Here, I oh. got you. There. Okay? I guess so. You think they heard? Yeah, I got it. Well, outside the basement. Look, there's the door. It'll probably be locked. It is locked. Oh, Dan, now what? Well, that isn't a very complicated affair, I don't think. Can't ought to be able to open that with my pet knife. Suppose Captain Lotus goes away. Oh, that's what I'm afraid of. There we are. Now, come on. Terribly dark in here. The light from that door is enough. Quiet. Come on. I can hear voices. So can I. It's probably Captain Otis talking to Red. Here's the door. Wait a minute now. I'll open it a crack. Oh, all right, Jacoby. I haven't any alternative. You release Doc Danfield and Miss Fairfax unharmed, and I'll promise you a 24 head start out of town. Copper, that's what I call being smart. Hey, Poppy? I don't trust no copper, no matter what he says. How do we know that it'll be... It seems to me, Poppy, that you have less choice than I have. Now, this house is completely surrounded, and if you'd rather not... Forget it, Copper. Poppy, you talk too much. All right. Get out now. And... On the contrary, Captain, I think you better come in. Danfield! Get him, Red! Oh, no, you don't. Look out, Dan! Put him away, boy. Take care of the little Captain. Okay. Hey, right. How do you like this? Fine, Red, and how do you like this? And this? Oh! Turn for the conclusion of Danger, Dr. Danfield, but first. Now for the conclusion of Danger, Dr. Danfield. Sure, I know that the police don't make deals, Doc. 
I'd gotten you into that mess, and I felt that you were my personal responsibility. <laughs> and don't think we don't appreciate it, Captain. You know, I'd hate to think what would have happened to us if we hadn't come down that drain pipe. Yeah, it almost happened anyway when the drain pipe broke. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all over now. Now, wait a minute, Doc. Uh, just how were you so sure that Red was living at 28 River Street when Poppy was showing you through the house? Well, the bottle of hair dye which Poppy had carelessly left on the dresser for one thing, Captain. Well, I don't see how that would have told you anything. I know a couple of women who dye their hair, believe it or not. Oh, really, Russ? <laughs> well, there was something else. I found it in the wastebasket. Yeah? What was it? An empty carton from a tube of shaving cream, Captain. Oh, the giant-sized tube. Carton looked fresh. Oh, nice going, Doc. Very nice. But that doesn't answer my question. Oh, that's that, Rusty. Am I uh, still fired? Fired? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, I remember. No, 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 that was what is known as an emergency measure, Rusty. Mm-hmm. As soon as we get back to the office, my dear, I'll rehire you properly. <laughs> 